We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, you beautiful souls. I'm hoping that you are celebrating being the unique aspect of the divine that you are. And if you're not, are there areas in your life that you feel could use some improvement? Are there areas in your life that you just can't seem to fix or that cause you pain or grief? For example, do you struggle in your relationship with your body? Do you struggle in your romantic partnerships or your relationships with others? Or do you struggle with success and finances and prosperity? I feel these are the three primary areas that cause us the most problems in our human experience. But they're also the three areas that present to us the opportunity to go for the deeper level of soul healing. And as we do this kind of internal work, our lives improve, our health improves, our relationships get better, and our prosperity increases. Something I deeply believe is that outer reality is a reflection of inner reality. And if we can know ourselves, unburden ourselves from the disillusionment and pain of our past, if we can bring our current love and compassion to the places inside that hurt, every aspect of our life will improve. So how can we start to do this? Where do we go when we want to heal and transform from the inside out? Well, if you know anything about me or listen to any of my shows, you know, I have a couple of books about manifesting love and manifesting prosperity from the inside out. But I love to talk to others, learn from others, and consider new and different approaches. My intention is to continue to evolve, up-level, expand, and learn, all while offering you a buffet of experts, perspectives, and wisdom. And boy, do I have a great guest for us here today. Her name is Emily Filarama. She is the author of How to Permanently Erase Negative Self-Talk So You Can Be Extraordinary. Emily's childhood struggles, her passion, and her ability to counterbalance a 27-year award-winning career in pharmaceuticals, along with her expertise as a holistic nutritionist, heightens her proficiency as an inside-out transformation expert. Her breadth of experience gives her a unique platform to help clients become healthier, happier, and more prosperous. Emily teaches people how to access the real cause of their struggles, the negative messages imprinted on the subconscious mind since childhood. And then she helps heal the wounded parts that hold on to pain, misunderstandings, and memories that prevent them from feeling good. Emily shares a cutting-edge technique to rid ourselves of these messages, overcome fear and self-doubt, and helps people get unstuck and unleashed. So if you're ready to claim the body, the relationships, and the abundance of your dreams, you are in the right place right here, right now on Empower Radio today. So Emily Filarama, thank you so much for being here on Journey to Center. I'm so delighted to be here with you, Tammy. So happy to be having this conversation with you. I say all the time, the three primary areas for learning, healing, upliftment, and growth, relationships, body, prosperity. Would you agree? Yes, of course. So we're going to get into this, how your philosophies and teachings can help us with our bodies, with our relationships, and with our financial success. So I'm super excited about delving into these topics a little deeper. 
So I would like to start with our physical selves. Let's start with our bodies. You have a chapter entitled, The Baggage Underneath the Love Handles and Wrinkles. (laughs) Yes, I do. Let's get to the baggage underneath the baggage. You say our body is a mirror of how we heal our life. And you go on to say the state of our health and weight are a reflection of the thoughts and beliefs in our mind. So let's talk more about that. Yes, great. Well, the classic example is the yo-yo dieter. You know, the the statistics show that 95% of the people that go on a diet gain it all back and then some after six months. And I've coached a number of people who said, who have said, you know, I've been on so many diets and sometimes now I just like, I, I just throw my hands up because the last time I was on a diet and I lost weight, I really wasn't any happier. I look in the mirror, maybe I'm, I feel, I feel good temporarily, maybe for a few days and a couple of weeks, but overall I'm not really happier. And so it's like, why bother going through the pain to be unhappy and skinny versus unhappy and fat. I might as well just be unhappy and point. fat. Right. <laughs> might as well eat what I want and be unhappy. Yeah, unhappy. yes, yes. Hungry and unhappy. <laughs> right. And so what's really going on there is, so you may have shrunk from a size 12 to a size 8, and you're feeling good temporarily. You're looking into that mirror, and you're like, I should be feeling really good right now, but I can't seem to like walk into that party with the confidence that I thought I would have. And you, you, and you might be wondering, why can't I do that? Well, what's going on is when you're looking in the mirror, even though objectively, yeah, you should feel good about yourself, what's happening is that these parts of you, the exile parts of you that are still frozen in vulnerable memories, these young parts of you that took on the beliefs of who do you think you are? I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. I'm not worthy. I'm not smart enough. Whatever that negative inner chatter is, it's these child parts of you that are actually having you look in the mirror and not appreciate, yeah, I'm a size eight now, but I don't feel good. Yeah. Who do you think you are wanting to be a size eight? You were always that chubby kid at school or you were always the one that was bullied. No, it's, it's, forget it. It's go, go back to your old weight. You don't deserve to have a healthy body. Oh, those negative messages in our our mind those negative thoughts that seem to control us from behind the scenes yes yes Mm -hmm. absolutely Mm -hmm. yep yep i'm very familiar with that it's like if you could lose five pounds then you'd finally be worthy of love and then i could never lose the five pounds so i never thought i was worthy of love but there's something much deeper going on here think about it this way when you have a baby, for those, of us, uh, for those of us that have had babies or grandbabies, or, or let's say if you have a new puppy and those of us that, that have pets, think of how much we love these, uh, the, these children and these pets. And when we love somebody so much, will we stuff them with a pint of Ben and Jerry's every night? And so, and so essentially... When you're not madly in love with yourself because you still have these exiled parts of you, these vulnerable parts of you that are stuck in the past, believing that you don't deserve love, you don't deserve to be healthy, you don't deserve to be beautiful, well, it's no wonder that you're like, ah, forget about eating healthy, it's too hard. Whereas if you love yourself, if you love the baby, you know, the baby, you're going to go and and give, give him or her the healthiest foods that you can find and... Some people go all out and get organic baby food. 
whatever it is, you're going to, you're going to take, take care of them with so much TLC. And so that's, that's the same with taking care of our bodies, because if we are madly in love with ourselves, we will know we wouldn't do that to our bodies. Oh, we're going to be gentle. We're going to be nurturing. We're going to be respectful. Yeah. And when you are madly in love with yourself, it gives you the bandwidth to think about why am I here on this earth? What's on, what's my legacy? What's my potential? And when you can, can okay, what's the health going to give me? It's going to give me the energy to do my work. Okay, to do the work, to do what, um, you know, make the world a better place for children or whatever it is that your passion is. Maybe it's just, you know, be the best grandma ever. Whatever that is, having the health and the love for yourself is going to allow you to leave your lasting legacy. Yes. And when you're thinking about, wow, when I'm 90 years old, I want to have the energy to play with my grandchildren in the backyard as opposed to I can't even get out of the couch. I need a walker. Hey, so when you're when you're seeing when you can envision your future or maybe you're running a company or whatever, whatever, you know, maybe you want to make the, the, the third world countries a better place. Then you're going to connect it backwards to say, wow, if I'm going to be doing all that, that means I need lots and lots of energy. I need my health. So you connect it back. It's like, of course, I am going to have my green smoothies and my green vegetables, because if I if I don't have that kind of healthy food, then I'm not going to have the energy to do the work, to leave my lasting legacy. So it's not even about the health. It's about, I mean, the health is secondary. This is about how am I going to take care of myself so that I can take care of other people? How can you be on solid ground within yourself so you can show up more fully for others to show up fully in your life? So I think this is so true. And every aspect of us improves when we are willing to show up for ourselves in that way. We, we look better, we feel better, we're healthier. Uh, we kind of fall into this like place of, you know, easily maintaining our weight. It just, it helps our physical self so much to unburden ourselves from the emotional baggage. Yes, exactly. And when the emotional baggage isn't addressed, you're going to use food or alcohol or, or, you know, anything, yeah, or gambling, anything, we can, to, anything to, you can. To put a Band-Aid on what's hurting, but the hurt comes from inside. It's not exactly. on the outside. It's not going to heal unless we go deep and do this kind of work. So I want to move into the area of relationships, how this kind of work can also improve our love relationships and actually our friendships in every relationship. Yes. Yes. So in regards to our primary relationship, I love that you say this, and I've said this in my own way, our younger wounded self tends to pick our partner. And we tend to choose the worst traits, the more dysfunctional um, traits of our parents, parent or parent, to pay out or play out our past drama so that we can try to finish unfinished business. Yes. But we can finish unfinished business without having to have that dance of drama in our relationships. Yes, yes. Just our, pick up this book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and when you read some of the stories, you'll see, your, see yourself, you know, a lot of people see themselves in some of the, some of the relationship stories. Yes. And the reason why we are energetically, you know, maybe we meet the nice guy, but the nice guy doesn't like give us the butterflies. Boring. Nice and boring. I remember being that girl. Boring. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's the nice guy that's going to treat me right, but I don't know why I like this bad boy. And usually the bad boy that you like or the bad girl that you like for the men that are listening, it's because they their energy is reminding you of the parent or the authority figure or caretaker that wounded you the most. 
the one that had the most quote-unquote toxic effect on you. And so it's basically the young parts of you is like, ooh, that person reminds me of mom. The inner wow. child does the picking. The subconscious exactly. does the picking. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we have the chemistry and the passion. Exactly. You're thinking, oh, my God, this person, this guy is going to finally complete me. I finally. We're going to live happy ever after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it doesn't happen because that person is just as wounded as you are. And they're looking for validation from you. And you don't even know how to give the validation because you don't understand. Uh, understand. Yeah. The, this concept of exiles and protectors is all. So, so everybody's just kind of dancing on eggshells. He's going to call me. He's going to not. Okay. What if I do this? Do I have to morph myself into something, somebody skinnier so that I will be accepted? Whatever it is. And so essentially the person that's going to make you feel whole is you. You're the only one that you've been looking for to complete you. And then your relationship becomes, uh, they become the secondary caretakers. And so when you feel whole, you're going to attract a better partner. And then if they don't meet your needs, you can take care of your own needs. You don't take it personally, whatever's going on with them. And then they tend to shift around that. And then you have two adults in a relationship instead of two inner children fighting for attention and fighting for, you know, trying to get their needs met. It's, uh, I see that all the time. My couple's counseling these, these two adults arguing. And if they could hear themselves objectively, there's like a five-year-old and a seven-year-old. Here. Yes. Yeah. But what about me? But what about me? But what about me? But what about me? And you did this and you did that. And it's like, all right, people, we need to back up. <laughs> we need to take some time apart here. And you need to get in touch with your inner child. And you need to get in touch with the inner child. You need to get in touch with your exiles. You need to get in touch with your exiles. And then when they do that work and then come back together, it's like they've matured. It's about becoming a spiritual adult. Yes. Yes. And even if, you know, a lot of times one person in the relationship is not really interested in, in personal growth. So the best 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 thing to do in that situation is at least if you do your personal growth and you understand yourself better you become more of a spiritual being and when you're showing up as your highest self that has the power to get the other person to come from a higher place yes yes they will shift around that i say that all the time if you don't want to do couples counseling if your partner doesn't want to do couples counseling you just show up and the shift will happen the shift will happen. And if they're really entrenched in their vibration and they really don't want to do this work, then you guys will fork off, <laughs> you know? So yeah. either way, then you'll, then you'll make that space for whatever it is that, you know, divine energy, source, creativity, God, love has for you. So um, the most important thing we can do is take personal responsibility for our inner healing. You make that very yes. clear. Mm-hmm. And, and the other thing that, that, um, that understanding this type of healing is that when you understand where this comes from, when you do see people who are acting out, they're controlling, they're arrogant, they get angry, they, they, they go off on, uh, uh, in, in a rage, then you understand, wow, that is just a part of them. It's their protective mechanism. They have to act that way because their buttons been pushed and that their underneath their real spiritual self is not controlling it's yeah. lovable and balanced yes. but they don't know where that real self is because they have right. been so wounded that their real self gets kicked out of the system yeah so there's some hurt part that's driving the bus exactly and so you end up having more compassion for that kind of behavior so when you have more compassion for that kind of behavior it tones down your energy 
and you become a little more compassionate. I mean, you know, not that it's, it's, it's fun to put up with somebody who's angry all the time, but at least you can understand where it's coming from. And hopefully you can have the discussion of having them get the help they need. Yes. I love it. So empowering. This information is so empowering. Okay. So now I want to move on to the area of finances and success. So again, this inner hurt, this inner anguish, these exiled aspects, these wounded inner children also affect our bank account. Can you talk a little bit more about that, Emily? Yes. Well, sometimes if the exiled parts of us, the vulnerable parts of us that are still frozen in old memories, if they don't believe that we deserve success because maybe we were never as smart as our brother, and that part of us still frozen in the old memories when mom and dad used to compare us and say, why can't you be like your brother? Why can't you be successful like him and smart like him or whatever? Let's take that for an example. That young part of you that was compared to your brother can very much be the part of you that holds you back from stepping up and manifesting your million dollar business. Because that, again, it's that message of I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. See, mom, that, that's what got downloaded by mom. And that, and the brother also reminded me that I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I didn't get into the Ivy League school and he did. And so when you have these business opportunities come up when in adulthood and you're trying to quantum leap to the next level and, you know, unleash your true greatness, these young parts come and bite and those voices. So you, so you feel like you're trying to push forward on the gas on the, for the bus of your life. You're trying to push forward, but these parts of you are on the brakes holding you down and you can't manifest all the money and all the riches that you deserve. Or if you do manifest it, you end up sabotaging the whole thing. Exactly. You're even if you're willing to work really, 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 really hard, those aspects will absolutely um, not allow. They will completely prevent your success because they're trying to keep you safe. They're also telling you that, you know, you're not worthy of it. You're not deserving it. So much of it really does comes down to believing what we deserve. We can't out, earn our inner sense of value. Exactly. Well, I'll give you the perfect example. One of my clients, he had done some work with me and uh, about 20 hours of work initially. And then, then I left him alone. And, and for the following year, he manifested $10 million worth of business. And in the line of business that he's in, that's unheard of. It's very rare. It's like 1% of his profession manifests that much in the first year. And then... Earlier this year, he contacted me again. He says, I need some tune-up sessions because now he's at the stage where he needs to get $25 million worth of investor money. And now he's got to you know, keep calling people in his network to ask for money. And he wasn't doing it. And then we peel back the, la- the layers of the onion some more. And it turns out that this part of him that was afraid to ask. So that's the protective mechanism. Didn't want him to keep, you know, um, pick up the phone. And so I had him procrastinate and surf the internet and and check out um and so that part we we peeled it back and we identified a two-year-old part of him that was still frozen in the memory of when he asked mom for stuff that two-year-old stopped asking because mom would always say no Mm -hmm. and so that two-year-old took on the belief that it is not safe to ask because you're going to get rejected anyways so just don't even bother so don't set yourself up for hurt or disappointment don't even ask Exactly. So that two-year-old wasn't allowing him to pick up the phone. And so we had to rescue and unburden the faulty beliefs that this two-year-old took on and just 
had his highest spiritual self explain to this two-year-old that, um, you know, mom, mom was in the middle of a divorce. Things were not good. She didn't know how to parent because she's in her, her own wounds and she's never done any healing. So we had to have compassion for mom and, and you are good enough. I'm here to tell you that, you know, you've accomplished so much already in your career and we're going to do this next thing. And this is not about being greedy. This is about helping other people in our business. And so this two year old now that is rescued by this, this 40 year old adult. And now is on his inner team to help him get the courage to make these phone calls. Yes. And, and that's what he has been able to do. So you start working together as an internal team. Some people yes. say, you make me feel like I'm schizophrenic. I think we all are. I think we all have aspects. We all have incongruent subpersonalities. We all have protectors and exiles. But if we can become aware of those internal parts, an analogy I like to use that makes things make a lot of sense, it's like having a whole bunch of people in a kayak. And yeah. they're not aware of each other. And they're all like paddling, trying to get where they want to go with their own agenda. And they're just making a mess. And in our yes. lives, it shows up like we're frustrated. We get I, we feel like we don't deserve anything good because nothing good is happening. We don't aware that we're battling ourselves to a standstill inside of ourselves. But when we become aware of these parts and say, hey, let's work together as a team. What do you yes. need? What do you, you know, how can I help you? Or let's, let's talk and I want to listen to you and I want to love you. And then they start rowing together, rowing yes. together, rowing together. And life can really be so much more um, productive and effective and prosperous and graceful and easy. And, um, wow, it's, it's kind of like a miracle. It's like, it's like, wow. And, and you are called a magician, a be more extraordinary magician. And, um, it really does feel like magic when this kind of thing starts to happen inside of ourselves. Yeah. Well, you know, how I even got to that title is that in 2014, you know, I first launched as a nutritionist in 2012, and 2013, and then, and then the magician, the uh, nutrition aspect turned into me becoming a su success and happiness catalyst. That whole journey is, you know, it's all detailed in the book. And then as I got, as I coached more and more clients in, in uh, 2014, they said, you know what? That success and happiness title just does not do you justice. It's not big enough. <laughs> not big enough. You were the catalyst for my success. You were the catalyst for my happiness. But you're actually a magician. You, you're a magician that turned me into the most extraordinary version of me. And I don't even have to remind myself by writing it on the mirror that I am enough or I am lovable. It's just because that's how I wake up. Yeah, they've soaked it into their uh Entire, through their entire being. So yes, yes. they're congruent. They're yes. solid. Yes. And, well, and, and just like the bus metaphor I was using, you know, the, these young parts of you, these protective mechanisms and the young parts of you are pushing down on the brakes of the bus because they're still stuck in the past. They, you're trying to manifest millions, but they're saying, no, who do you think you are? You're not smart enough. You're not good enough. So when you do the healing work and you and 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 these parts of you here gets to tell their story and then you negotiate new jobs for them because you're not yeah. here to get rid of them. No, give a promotion. Give a promotion. And some of them want to just take a vacation, you know? Yeah, what they want to do. Some people are like, oh, just like swinging a hammock with like a pina colada, please. Okay, we yes, can do that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that, that's it. So, so essentially, you release these parts from the brakes of your bus, and they become the happy passengers on yes. the backseat of your bus with pom-poms in hand. Singing and so the songs, yeah, sticking their head out the window, waving at the people. It's yes. so much more fun this way. Exactly. And so that's why when you're ready to approach that cutie pie, cutie pie at the bar, the parts of you that now believe that I'm beautiful, I'm handsome, I'm hot and sexy, I am enough. Those parts of you will give you the permission 
and the courage to go up to that cutie pie at the bar and say hello and not be afraid of rejection. In relaxed so, confidence, because even if they do, if you really love yourself, it doesn't really, it, your, your ego doesn't take a hit. It no. doesn't really, it doesn't really hurt. You know, you're like, okay, whatever. It's not a fit. You really just trust that things are in divine right order. You can relax and enjoy the journey. Yeah. Well, and even if you're in business for yourself in being in business for yourself is all about sales and marketing. Even, you know, everything is about marketing yourself and you have to have the confidence to go up to strangers and you have to have the confidence in that energy that's a, attractive, magnetic energy in order for people to say, who is this person? I want to do business with her. I want to you do have business. to know that you're amazing. You have to love yourself. And when you really do in an authentic way, not with a false mask, other people feel it. Yes. Other people sense it. We recognize each other from these higher vibrations. Absolutely. And that's when you'll be able to get anything you want. I mean, you can use that visualization technique, you know, just just. Pretend you already have it and just live, you know, just just feel it in your body, in your mind, and then you'll get it. And this way, when you're doing that, the parts, when there are in alignment, your internal family, that's why it's called internal family systems, because it's your internal family of parts. And they're the ones that, that have the different jobs to give you the courage and the confidence to do the scary things to manifest the next level, because joy and happiness is all happens when you are at the edge of your comfort zone, a little beyond, you're doing something scary, but it's not so scary. Yeah, that's when we feel alive. Yes, exactly. And that's what people want. They want to feel alive and, yes. and, and attract a new a tribe of people where they feel connected to and feel emotionally connected to. And, and that's where joy is, you know? That's where joy is. All right, Emily, can you please share where people can get a hold of you? Do you have a website? Where can people get your book? Where can the people book? get your how to Permanently Erase Negative Self-Talk So You Can Be Extraordinary. The book is available on Amazon and anywhere books are sold. So you could get it at your local bookstore. And my website is bemoreextraordinary.com. And my email is emily, E-M-I-O-Y, at bemoreextraordinary.com. You're amazing and so much fun. I love you with my whole heart, Emily. Thank you, Tammy, for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. My pleasure, my privilege. And to my lovely listeners, I am so honored to be in touch with you. Get a hold of me on Facebook, Twitter, my website, TammyBPhD.com. Fill out a work with Tammy. Download my free 31-page prosperity program with a guided meditation so that you can manifest your prosperity from the inside out. Love you. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now.